433rd edition of the MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog has just added Pick'em Scorchers, where you can win 100 times your entry. That's right. Turn $5 into $500 in just one game. Plus, every Sunday, they're giving away $100,000. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus of up to $500. We're also brought to you by Manscaped. Get 20% off and free shipping with the promo code SGP at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and using promo code SGP. Finally, we're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. Adiós, Generinos, and welcome to the MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, episode 433. Going to go up to one of our friends on the Discord, Turnip, who just celebrated a birthday very recently. So happy birthday to you, Turnip, and happy birthday to everyone. It's everyone's birthday at some point. So happy birthday to you, whenever your birthday is. Everybody else who's listening, the millions of people listening at home, thank you for coming to the show. I'm one of the hosts, Jeff Chalks Fox. This would be uh, the second half of our UFC Fight Night preview the ufc is back at the ufc apex this coming weekend with a fight night headlined by a couple of featherweights a couple of the top featherweights in the promotion sudik yusuf and edson barboza yesterday was all about the prelims and a bunch of we, we actually broke down all the news that came down recently there's been a lot of news in the ufc world and we talked about contender series so definitely get that in your ears if you haven't already uh, but this one is going to be all about the main card i could do this alone but no i have someone riding shotgun with me because someone has to has to do the ad reads at the starting of the show and it sure as hell isn't me and it's the one and only dan and gumby vreeland hello i was gonna ask if you could do it alone because you definitely have never tried um did i I do did i do one of these alone i think i did one of these alone Mm, yeah i I think one of the emergency ones where you did do it alone yeah yeah one of the emergency ones you couldn't come in i I got that one and then we also had uh well kcp was in one and he was in a bunch did I have Lucas? The fans Grant? loved him. Did I? Yeah, fans love him. I mean, like he's got a win over a former UFC fighter. That's uh, that's impressive. That's um, yeah, they were actually upset when I came back. I believe uh, some yeah. of the people in there. I should have I should have taken names at the time, but <laughs> he's a charismatic jujitsu black belt. As and and the only really thing you have over him is a lot more episodes A, and I think about yep. two feet of height, if I'm not mistaken. Um, a foot of height, you said? No, I, I said two feet, but um, two feet. Wow, he's four foot six. Wow. No, nah, I think he's taller than that. He, but he is like I, I remember seeing like him grapple before, and I was like, oh, he's a lot smaller than I thought he was. Um, <laughs> but then again, I'm like, I'm You're six not foot. Tell him that to your face. I'm six foot three, and no, no, I probably won't tell him that to his face. But like, he beat the shit out of me, dude. He's really good at jujitsu and MMA. Um, yeah, exactly. But yeah, no, we've had other people, so I'm not sure. I'm not convinced you could do it on your own. Yeah. I'm just looking at a photo right now of uh, Bryce Harper staring at a at that Orlando Arcia guy. Don't yeah, you I love don't, Bryce Harper? I don't. So uh, you, you, <laughs> you keep bringing this up. Uh, Sorry. By the time this episode to drops, it. too, Game Four will probably be uh, yeah. you know in action. So we we might we if might have a different golfing by now. Or 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 we could have a whole different tune to our our uh, our series. So we're we're just not going to talk baseball. 
We'll save that for uh, the British bloke and all of his friends. (laughs) Yes, Malcolm, the British bloke. Make sure you listen to the MLB Gambling Podcast. Even if you just want to listen, even if you don't like baseball, it's fun to listen to Malcolm talk. So, Um, But they know what they're talking about as well. So that's an added bonus, right? Right. All right. We should get cracking uh, into these fight-breaking down stuff because apparently I don't know how to talk English. So um, let's do some fight-breaking down now, shall we? UFC Fight Night. Yusef versus Barboza, UFC Vegas 81. You'll see it called on our website, sportsgamblingpodcast.com. And we're going to start things off with one of Gumby's favorites, Bantamweights, Cameron Simon versus Christian Rodriguez. Are we going to have a fight right out of the gate here? Let's see. Uh, Simon, MSP is a nickname. I remember we have discussed. We didn't know what it meant before in the past, right? I think that's a South African thing. We're never allowed to know what it yeah, stands that's for, what, right? That's what you said it is, but no, it is not. I found out what it means. He's the most savage player. That makes you love Come him, on. Him, doesn't it? No, you really, really hate him now. That's really he's stupid. gonna get on your list. He's I, gonna I, get on your I list. Thought it, I thought it stood for Minneapolis St. Paul, right? That... <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. He's from the twin cities of South Africa. Uh no, his coach called him the most savage player. So he's gonna be on the barber list pretty soon if this keeps up, eh? I think he's already on it, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I think he very well it, could be. The, the dude is just uh, a big ball of overrated and ball kicks. And for me, that's just, that's enough to not love them. <laughs> Boy, I, I got to remember that quote and use it as our title of the episode. All right. Oh, um, oh, I'll get a over big ball of overrated and ball kicks. Big ball of overrated and ball kicks. We're going to have a long episode title, but that's what it's going to be. All right. The MSP Simon is nine and oh, six knockouts, one submission. He's won three straight in the UFC. Um, last or two of those, excuse me have been via TKO. He's got a TKO decision and then TKO once again. One and only contender series was a regional champion in South Africa. An inch of height, three inches of reach on Rodriguez. Better striking stats, more active landing strikes. He has outstruck his UFC and contender series opponents by almost three strikes a minute, plus 2.93 strikes a minute. That's a huge number. He's at plus 130. C-Rod, C-E-E-R-O-D, nine and one, three knockouts, four submissions, never been finishing a fight. 2-1 in the UFC. He's won two straight after dropping his debut. He has missed weight a couple times in the past, so keep that in mind. Fighters that miss weight tend not to win their fights. Uh, he used to fight at featherweight. He's got an inch, uh, sorry, 1-0 in Bellator. Four inches reach on Simon. He's got a positive strike differential of 1.16. He's at minus 140. I go first. Obviously, I'm taking Simon because Gumby Gumby's backing into a corner uh, a while ago. Because uh, I make Simon, you so admit I feel... that you, you think he's good. <laughs> So he's he's made it so I have to pick him every time now. No, I I like him here. He, he is the better striker. He's the uh, an explosive striker, and he's by far the better cheater. He's going to get at least a couple eye pokes, ball kicks, fence grabs. He's he's going to fish hooks maybe. I don't think he's done a fish hook yet. Headbutts. Uh, he he will he will find a way to cheat a few times. He's only once been deducted a point. So, um, it, it's the smart way to fight cheat because they're not going to do anything about it. So, um, but on all seriousness, Simon is my pick and Gumby's going to pick Rodriguez because he hates Simon. Go ahead. Well, and, and first of all, he's not a better striker. I, I just, he I is, can't get behind that at all. Like he, maybe, maybe the stats so say that, but like, but, but like, uh, yeah, because he knocked out Steven Kozlow. Is that why? Um, you know, like he, he hasn't fought anybody. Whereas like Christian Rodriguez has been in there with Jonathan Pierce. And not only did, was he in Raul there with Jonathan Rosas. Yeah, well, he was in there with Raul Rosas, and he pieced him up on the feet real bad. Uh, but he was also yep. in there with Jonathan Pierce, and he outstruck Jonathan Pierce. Up a weight class. On, up, up a weight class on short notice. 
Uh, and so, like, you can't tell me that Cameron Simon is a better striker because he outstruck uh, you. Pick pick your name here. Josh Wang Kim, Mana Martinez, Terrence Mitchell. Um, you know, like Terrence Mitchell. You beat the guy anyone who they, who's still in the UFC? <laughs> I mean, I think technically Stephen Kozlow is, right? Like, Stephen Kozlow still is. He's only fought once, but it was, like, a year ago. So, like, I don't know that they plan on booking him again. And Terrence Mitchell... I don't know that he's been fired yet, but it is time for him to be fired. So, like, he hasn't fought anybody, and I don't think his striking's better. I certainly don't think his grappling's better. Um, C-Rod went in there, and, I mean, he took down Jonathan Pierce twice. He wound up out grappling Raul Rosas for a part of that fight. And Cameron Simon's been little taken. Kid. Ta- Cameron Simon got taken down by Kozlo, like, at will, right? Like, it, it, it pretty much any time Kozlo wanted the takedown, he went and got it. So, uh, yeah, I, I do think, uh, I think C-Rod's a little bit better here. I do wish the number was a little better. I thought we were going to get a little bit better odds on him based on the fact that like people seem hyped on Simon, but it does seem like that Raul Rosas win has given him a little bit of a rub and that, that wound up with him, you know, at negative 140. I would have liked him down in the like close to a pick him, but I, I'll still ride negative 140 here. Two words, ball kicks. <laughs> Kick to the test. Two more, <laughs> two more words. Two more words. Eye pokes. And you're two like, more words. You're fence, like he's gr- a, fence grabs. He's a better striker because you're like, he's got the accuracy to hit the left testicle ones and the right one. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. He, he's got all the cheating down. So, um, but it's all by accident, of course. Uh, all right. There we go. We differed. We'll see if we shall differ at all going forward. We're going to go down a weight class to flyweights. We're not different here. We already broke down this fight. Edgar Shariz versus Daniel Lacerda, a.k.a. Daniel Da Silva, right? He, yeah, that's Daniel guy, da, yeah. Sil- da Silva, Da Serta. Yeah, I mean, he just keeps changing his name so they don't fire him. Da Loser. He is Mioho is also a name of his. Daniel Mioho. Uh, he's 11 and 5 with one no contest. That would be the last fight. The no contest. He's five knockouts, six submissions. So he's finished everyone and he's been finished in every fight. He's never gone the distance. He's been knocked out four times, submitted once. Oh, and four with one no contest in the UFC. His best result was last fight where he got dominated and then he got no contest because the referee decided they stopped the fight too soon. It was the, was he the one who dropped his arm and then the ref stopped it? Correct. Yeah. Was that the fight? Okay. Correct. But whatever. Uh, These things never get (laughs) turned into no contest, but somehow he survived four losses in the UFC, and now he survived probably a fifth loss there, and he's uh, living another day. Um, he's missed weight before. He has not won a fight since July of 2021. It was a regional champion uh, somehow. More active landing strikes than Shariz. Better grappling stats. So somehow he's got better stats than Shariz in a couple areas there. He's been outstruck by 4.54 strikes a minute in the UFC. <laughs> he's been pieced up. Plus, that's a wild number. And that, this is not a small sample. This is five fights. Uh, he's at plus 280. Puro Chikali. That was not Shariz's nickname last fight. Puro Chikali. Yeah, that sounds new. Um, pure, <laughs> it does sound pure, new. Puro is... is pure, right? Yeah, I think it's pure, but... Yeah, and Chikali is an area of Mexico. Oh, pure yeah, Mexico. There you go. I'm the, somehow I am the uh, the, the nickname you go, you now. googled it. Come on now. Uh, yeah, well I do my research. Um, all right, Sharice ten and five with one no contest, four knockouts, six submissions. So these guys are finishers at flyweight. So they're due to go the distance. Uh, he's been submitted twice. They owe, no they owe us rounds. They owe us rounds. They owe us rounds, says Yanni. Um, Sharice almost won no contest in the UFC. No contest last fight. We just told you about that against Lacerda. Was regional champion, inch height, inch reach on Lacerda. Better striking stats. 
He's been outstruck over the UFC, over his two UFC fights, about 1.66 strikes per minute. That must have all stemmed from the first fight because uh, he wasn't outstruck last fight. And he's at minus 305. Yeah, uh, Therese, just like he did last time, <laughs> yeah. he's better. Therese. He's going to catch a neck, and he's going to – this time he's never going to let go. He's just gonna never going to let this, go. He, he's just going to choke this dude until he's dead, and uh, I'm going to be honest. I'm here for it. Yes, <laughs> get him out of the UFC. Um, nothing against the guy. He just isn't at this level. He's just No, some, something against the guy. Like, okay. you, you don't fake dropping your arm like that to try to get a stoppage <laughs> and get out of your choke. Yeah, something against the guy. <laughs> it, it's like like the Brazilian tap, right? It was a, it was basically a Brazilian tap. Yeah, I'll give you. Yeah. That. Yeah. All right. We um don't don't like uh, Daniel Serta, but we do like DraftKings. There's my awkward segue. DraftKings are back. The NFL season is going strong, not for the Cowboys, but it's going strong for everyone else except for the teams that are losing. And DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking new customers up with an offer that's even stronger. Bet five bucks on any game this week to score 200 bucks instantly in bonus bets. And DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of a sweetener offer every game day this October. You should go to DraftKings and you should bet on Edgar Charisse via submission, according to Gumby, right? Yeah, go go get him by sub. And matter of fact, you might, him. you might hear me say that later on. Ooh, there we go. There's the there's our own sweetener to get you to listen to the end. Get in on the game day greatness. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code SGP. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet five on the NFL. Let's go to SGP only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for a problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resorts. KS, that would be Kansas. I know my American geography. Licensee partner, Golden Nuggets Lake Charles, LA, Louisiana. I know that too. 21 and over age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario, boo. That's where I am. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. <gasps> I want to take a deep breath. Give your ears a rest. And now I'm going to tell you about Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite football team all season long. Underdog has just introduced Scorchers. Go five for five and pick them Scorchers and enjoy a spicy 100%, 100%, 100 times, how about, payout. And for a limited time, Underdog is extending the first deposit bonus up to 500 bucks. And if that's not good enough for you, 100,000 Sundays continues on Underdog Fantasy. 10 lucky players will win $10,000 each week. All right, Underdog Spicy Play. Are we going to take uh, Cherise? Is he, is he going to take him down a lot? Maybe not Cherise in this one then. No, you, know, you might go. You, you, usually one of the things that they've got, and this, this is kind of a fun one on Underdog Fantasy that I dipped into a little bit when we were talking about Contender Series plays. They've got the over 0.5 finishes higher. by a particular fighter. So yeah, higher on Cherie's, uh just yes. it's in, inside. It's basically inside the distance here. And yeah. uh, you know, like that, that's also one of my favorite ways to play guys who I don't think are going to win. Like sometimes they have that on favorites who I think the underdog's going to win anyway. You not only yeah. get the underdog here, but you also get just like if the underdog loses by decision, uh, which yeah. they they had a uh, Cortavius Romius this past Tuesday over 0.5 finishes. 
I said, of course not. Uh, of course we go lower than that. So, uh, and he got knocked nice. out in 29 seconds. <clears throat> Boom. Watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit up to 500 bucks. It's Underdog Fantasy, promo code SGPN. And we are brought to you by today, and hopefully always by Manscaped, who has taken a step up from Balloween to bring your face the cleanest shave it's ever seen. So this season, no need to toil in trouble. Manscaped's all-new handyman is the best way to get rid of that stubble. Featuring a compact design and next-gen skin-safe technology, the Handyman was designed to give you that smooth finish without mess of a traditional shave. Get the sweetest treat this Halloween by going to manscaped.com and use code SGP for 20% off plus free shipping. I could definitely use this for my nasty beard. It may be spooky season, but you don't want to scare people with a scraggly beard like me. Give them something to look at with Manscaped's Handyman. Are you tired of a bad razor making your neck look like a scary movie with the Handyman Skin Safe technology to help reduce nicks and cuts? You can finally feel confident when going for that close shave. For wet or dry use, feel free to bring this anywhere and everywhere. The compact design and airplane friendliness makes this the perfect travel tool for on the go. And being able to shave up to three days growth without a mess of a wet shave is priceless. And for my wolfman, that's me, how ow. With a little more scruff, Manscaped Beard Hedger Pro Kit has everything you need to tame your mane. This cordless trimmer has a rotary wheel that gives you 20 hair cutting lengths, all with one guard. So no more drawers full of extra add-ons collecting cobwebs. That's right, your Halloween costumes may take effort, but beard grooming doesn't need to when you can get 20 different beard lengths in just one guard. The Beard Hedger is a high-tech, very high-tech piece of art in a travel-sized package with a long-lasting battery, universal charging, and a strong motor. There's no trick with this treat. Manscaped has you covered. Here's what you all need to do. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code SGP at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code SGP. For a look as sweet as candy, get yourself the handyman with Manscaped. I throw y'alls in there because um, you Americans say y'all a lot, right? I want to uh, relate on, to you. Only in certain parts of the country. Turnip probably throws a y'all in there. Y'all, take that y'all. So, this is for so you does turnip. Buy, buy you funk. Shout out Bayou funk. Uh, Why you he, funk, y'all? He, he probably throws some y'alls in there. Uh, yes. You'll catch me occasionally dropping a y'all just because it, from my youth, uh, in my yes. time in in Picayune. For those of you who are from Louisiana and know where Picayune or Pecan Island are, <laughs> I know the the name Picayune. I haven't been there though. Um, yeah. Do you know Do you know Pecan Island? No, maybe was... I know that from your from your uh origin story that you've told, it was you it was like pop- the olden days yeah it was like population of like 52 people or something like that in oh, uh nice yeah probably less after some of those hurricanes but uh that's yeah. true yeah on island yep old school listeners will know gumby uh used to t- tell his origin stories back in the olden days i guess we had less to talk about then i don't know yeah we didn't used to do but... any regional fights so like it was more oh, boring true. and we had to talk about like my grandma losing her fingers <laughs> yeah we did it's true <laughs> now we're going to talk about a fight someone's going to lose hopefully not fingers but they're going to lose a fight middleweights michelle Pereira, andre petroski one of our boys andre petroski he is 10 and 1 that would be petroski four knockouts four submissions he's been knocked out once five and oh uh, sorry, five of his last. Uh, I can't talk, Gumby. You gotta. The intern's gotta edit all this out. Or I'm no, I'm gonna leave. Right? I'm gonna leave it in for the. No, the, for the, for, for you just revealed that you're the intern. Everyone knows you're the intern now too. All right, Petrovsky's won five straight fights. This is what I was trying to spit out. He's not lost since October 2020. He's taking this fight on short notice. Uh, he's what a couple weeks notice about, right? Yeah, I think it's like 14 days, basically. Okay. 
That would be two weeks exactly. Wow. One on one, the ultimate fighter. So he did lose the fight there. Used to fight at welterweight, was a regional champion. He's got a positive strike differential in, in the UFC of 0.69. Actually, um, he's 5-0 in the UFC, is he not? Is that what the 5-0 is? I think that's I think that's correct. And anyhow, he's at plus 115. Demol- he's going up against the Demolador here, though. That means like the Demolisher or something, right? Correct. That would be Pereira, 28-11 and 11 with two no contests, 10 knockouts, 7 submissions. He's been knocked out once, submitted once, so he's very durable. Uh, 6-2 in the UFC. He... he as well has won five straight fights. He's not lost since February of 2020. He's fight at welterweight as well. Has missed weight in the past. Uh, regional champion in the past. 2011 Pro MMA debut. Inch height over Petrovsky. Two years younger. Better striking stats. More active landing strikes. Got a positive strike differential of 1.31. He's at minus 140. Uh, you know me in short notice. I do love Petrovsky, but uh, I think this is, this is a big step up for him. Plus, it's on short notice. So, give me Pereira. Um, Pereira's been under more under control. He still throws some crazy stuff in every once in a while, but more under control. He's actually a fairly decent grappler as well uh, as as his flashy striking. But I just think he's he, like I said, a step up for Petrovsky. If this was not a short notice, obviously I would give it a lot more uh, pause. But uh, I think Pereira I have to go with the the favorite here. Yeah, it, it pains me, but I'm going Pereira too. Yeah. Uh, and I think this price is awesome on him. Uh, I'll be honest. Um, do you, do you know what the, the fighters have gone in, in takedowns against Michelle Pereira in, in his third career? One of 19 uh, people are on takedown attempts against Michelle Pereira. One of 19, which is just, I mean, it's incredible, especially because he's fought guys, you know, not not great takedown artists, but guys who've got, like, low-key, decent takedowns. And the only one who got him down was that, like, very weird takedown from Santiago Ponzinibbio. But I think his takedown game is a lot better than people think. I also think, despite the fact that he's coming up to middleweight here, right? Because this fight's at middleweight. Am I wrong? Uh, yes. Uh, yes, this fight's at middleweight. Yeah. yeah. Well, so he is coming up to middleweight, but that was part right, of his plan all along. Up, right. No. Uh, uh, oh, uh, Pereira. 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 Because Pereira's fought down yeah. at welterweight. But like, yeah, 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 right. He was the biggest welterweight I've ever seen in my damn life. Yeah. I think he's gonna be way bigger than Petrovsky here anyway. I think that's gonna help. I also think the distance management is going to be a nightmare for Petrovsky because Petrovsky has looked really good when grappling. And there's been a couple of times where his striking didn't look great. You know what I mean? Like in the Wellington tournament fight, I was like, uh, it's not the greatest thing I've ever seen, you know? And, you know, even in the Michael Gilmore fight, like I, I, I like worried a little bit about his striking from time to time. So I think this is just way too big of a step up in terms of striking abilities. He's fought nobody even close to this. Um, and then so to do it on short notice, I, I just don't love Petrosky here. Yeah, it's sad to say, but yes. Um, what if this was not short notice? Would you still be picking Pereira? I think, I think I'd I would still take start. Pereira. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Just checking. There we go. All right. Uh, let's move on to the next fight. We're going to go down uh, some weight classes here. Way down to... I'm on the wrong fight card. One moment, please. Uh, Bantam waits. Bantam waits. Jonathan Martinez versus Adrian Yanez. Uh, this one is a very close fight on the board. I'll tell you about Yanez first. 16 and 4, 10 knockouts, two submissions. He's been knocked out once. 5 and 1 in the UFC. Lost his last fight via TKO. 1 0 in contender series. Used to fight at Featherweight. More active landing strikes than Martinez. He's got a positive strike differential of 0.86 per minute. 
and he's at plus 110. The Dragon, Jonathan the Dragon Martinez, 18 and 4. Eight knockouts, two submissions. He's been knocked out once. Eight and three in the UFC. He's won four straight fights and six of seven. He won his last five via TKO. He's not fought since October 2022. He has not lost since March of 2021. He's missed weight before. He used to fight at featherweight and used to fight at flyweight. Was a regional champion. Got an inch height on Yanez, uh, better grappling stats, and he's got a positive strike differential of 0.82, so pretty much the same as Yanez, minus 115, so almost a pick him on the board. Go all, ahead. All about Yanez here. Um, yeah, I when, heard that. When, yeah, when this fight got posted, I was like, ah, I kind of like Jonathan Martinez here, and I bet he'll be an underdog. Saw the fight posted. It was a pick him for a long time. And then I got to breaking down the fight, and the, the thing about Jonathan Martinez is he, he's good at being a technical striker. But nobody really has made him brawl, right? Like, nobody's made him get after it. With the exception of maybe Cub Swanson, who then just got leg kicked and TKO'd. I mean, I guess Davy Grant made him brawl, and Davy Grant knocked him the fuck out, right? Like, that's the the thing about Jonathan Martinez, is that, like, he needs to strike from distance and not get hit. Um, And, and as a result, he throws less volume. Like, if you look at just the pure volume in this fight, we're talking about Yanez or landing two-plus more strikes a minute than than Jonathan Martinez. He just throws and hits people more. And in addition to that, you look at Jonathan Martinez, who is, you know, badly outstruck all five of his last opponents and wins. And he's got one finish to show for him, and it's leg kicks. That's it. Like, he can't knock you out. He doesn't have the power to knock anybody out. The last guy he knocked out was with a flying knee, and it was in August of 2020. And the the win before that was a knee. So, like, he hasn't knocked somebody out with, like, his hands. I, I don't know if he's ever done it, to be completely honest with you. Like, you, you can go back all the way to, like, his regional scene fights. Unless there's a fight I've seen not seen on the regional scene, I don't know that he can knock you out boxing. And with Yanez, Yanez is going to get in your face. Yanez is going to throw. Yanez doesn't mind being hit. And if you look at his, you know, he had a five-fight winning streak in the UFC as well that was obviously stopped by Rob Font. Four of them are knockouts, you know, and he knocked out everybody except for Davy Grant, who's got a wild chin. And even in that fight, like, I think some people could really argue that he won that fight, but he's shown himself. He's got a great chin. You know, obviously Rob Vaughn knocked him out and that's, you know, that's a tough look. And he's, he's trying to bounce back from that, but he got hit by Randy Costa right on the, the button and he just bounced back and won that fight. So I, I'm just going to say, like, do I think that Martinez could land a big shot on Yanez? Yeah, but I don't think big enough to knock him out. And I think Yanez is just going to stay there for the entire fight and have the KO power. So if you're telling me I can get a dog who's going to land more punches and have the more dangerous punches, yeah, give me that all to death. Yeah, I was I was going to take Martinez right up to a minute ago. And then I, and I was thinking, okay, I got to uh, figure out how I have to uh, defend the pick and you know argue against Gumby, and, and I couldn't. So obviously Yanez is the correct pick then, correct? <laughs> I, I mean, like, I love that the logic. Power. But yeah, like it, it's power it's, and it's volume, right? And like, I, I don't think anybody's under some kind of like weird assumption that this winds up being a funky grappling match, right? Jonathan Martinez has like very low takedown accuracy and he took down like Vince Morales and that's pretty much been it so far. So like, I don't think anybody thinks this is going to like devolve into a, a takedown matchup. And look, if I'm going to get two strikers standing and throwing bombs at each other, I'm going to take the one who lands more and hits harder. It's true. There you go. We're both on on a little dog. It's a dog nonetheless, though. So we like that. We also like our friends over at Hall of Fame Bets. Win bigger, 
by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research. I said limes again. It's limes, every ladies and gentlemen. There's no there are no limes or lemons at this place. Uh, research every NFL, NBA, and MLB and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame bets revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg, as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets. To craft more intelligent data-driven parlays, download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching and start winning with Hall of Fame bets. All righty. Then we're going to the co-main event already, and it's a women's fight, and it's at flyweight, and it's between a couple of top contenders in Jennifer Maya and Viviane Arouge Aharujo. Um, and I'm going to break down Aharujo first for you. She's Vivi is her nickname. Eleven and five, three knockouts, four submissions. She's been knocked out once, five and four in the UFC. She's lost two straight and only won one of her last four. He's fight down at weight class and up weight class. So strawweight and bantamweight was a regional champion. Four inches reach on Maya. Better striking and grappling stats. However, she's been outstruck in the UFC by 0.82 strikes a minute. She's at plus 136. Maya, 21, 9, and 1. Four knockouts, five submissions. She's been knocked out once, submitted once. Six and five in the UFC. She's won two straight and three of her last five. Has missed weight a couple times in the past. Four and two in Invicta and the champion there. Used fight at... Bantamweight, 2009 Pro MMA debut. 3-0 as a boxer. Two years younger than Aharujo. She's been outstruck by 0.28 strikes a minute. Minus 150. Give me Maya. Better striker. Uh, better better fighter, actually, overall. Um, not just striker. I, I think she's a better fighter here. Um, yeah, I don't really have much else to say. But probably, probably a pretty decent line here. I think she'll probably win by decision. I don't know if this is going to be a prop play for me or not, but uh, I do like Jennifer Maya. I mean, that's the way to make the line a little bit better. It's yeah. like, you know, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven fights in a row go to decision um, that Vivi's She's due in. to go. She's due for a finish then, right? No, she she Yanni? still owes she still owes us more rounds. So, uh, <laughs> okay, fine. And, and the thing is, too, is just like she has trouble when people can like body her up, right? Vivi does. Amanda Hibas yeah. gave her trouble with the physicality. Chokagian gave her a little trip. Even Andrea Lee kind of did, but like she wound up winning that fight. Maya just has pace. She has volume. She has power. She has size. Like I, I just think there's too much there. And with Vivi being, you know, one in three in her last fight with only a win over Andrea Lee, who let's face it, Andrea Lee has kind of looked pretty terrible as of late. Like nothing. <laughs> yep. I, I mean, like nothing. Nothing about her has looked good. She's two and six in her last. To eight so uh including a pretty brutal loss to roxanne modafari on her way out so uh I i'll definitely take maya here and i you're right i think that's one of the better lines you could find oh righty jennifer maya is the pick now it is main event time featherweights Sudik Yusuf versus edson barboza i will tell you about the veteran barboza first 23 and 11 14 at knockouts, one submission. He's been knocked out four times, submitted twice, 17 and 11 in the UFC, one and two over his last three, and three and two over his last five. Won his last five via knockout. Used to fight up at lightweight. Multiple regional championships on his mantle. Correct. Get the shirt, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash store. 2009 Pro MMA debut. He also is a pro kickboxer. Two inches taller than Yusuf, four inches of reach, better grappling stats. 
and he's been barely outstruck over his UFC career by 0.12 strikes a minute. He's at plus 140. Super Sadiq Youssef, 13-2, six knockouts, one submission. He's been knocked out once. Six and one in the UFC. He's won two straight, won his last fight via submission. That was back in October of 2022. One known contender series, used to fight at lightweight as well. Seven years younger than Barboza. Better striking stats, more active landing strikes. And he's got a positive strike differential of 1.64 strikes a minute. He's at minus 163. Is it my turn? It is your turn. I'm going dog. I'm going to end with Barboza here. Um, and the thing for me is just kind of in like, what is Sadiq Youssef good at? You know, like, and, and I do think he's good. I, this isn't like me in the Cameron Simon thing, or this isn't me in the... <laughs> Uh, insert any middleweight here. Like, what the fuck does he even do good, right? Like, this is me being like, he's kind of one-dimensional, right? Am I wrong about that? Like, he's kind of just like a a really good volume boxer. Yeah. Um, Because, like, I mean, yes, he knocked out Gabriel Benitez. But outside of that and submitting Don Shanus, who was on short notice and, like, stuck his head in a guillotine, like... He just hasn't been much of a finisher. You know, like a decision with Shimon Marias, a decision with Andre Feely, a decision with Arnold Allen, a decision with Alex Caceres. It's just like volume boxing. Not particularly dangerous at any point in time. And he comes forward pretty constantly. Uh, And like the one guy he had trouble with was a guy who was craftier than him on the feet and Arnold Allen. And Edson Barboza has only ever really struggled with guys who can outgrapple him, right? With the exception, I'm I'm gonna take away Giga Chikadze because Giga Chikadze actually knocked him out and looked really damn good doing it. But like Bryce Mitchell outgrappled him, Danny Gay outgrappled him, and I'd argue he beat Danny Gay anyway. Paul Felder, I think he won that fight too. Maybe I'm wrong. That's lightweight, Dan, or that's lightweight uh, Barboza anyway. So let's let's just stick to featherweight Barboza because it's better for my narrative. Um, <laughs> but like. Makwan Amirakani, Shane Burgos, Billy Quarantillo. Like, two of those three guys want to stand with you. One of them can't take you down anyway. He torched them all. Uh, and so, like, I, I think this fight largely takes place on the feet. And I, I just don't know that you can convince me that Sadiq Youssef is going to be better than him for 25 minutes. Um, and again, you know, like, kind of back to my same point about why I take Adrian Inez. I, I think Barbosa is more dangerous. He's infinitely more dangerous. Like, his knockout against Billy Quarantillo was deadly. He knocked out Shane Burgos. Like, those are really impressive knockout wins. I think he's more deadly at all times, as long as he's not being taken down. And another underrated thing that I think people are going to miss on this fight is that Sadiq Youssef has not been good at checking leg kicks in the past. You can go all the way back to his fight on Contender Series when he fight Mike Davis. He ate so many leg kicks that the kid could barely walk. Um, and I think that that's a huge piece of this fight. Because Edson Barboza's kicks are devastating. So, yeah, give me the dog money here on on Barboza. I am following you with the dog money as well. Um, just the more dangerous striker in what is going to be a striking battle. Um, and much longer. Four inches is a pretty significant reach advantage um, for what's going to be a striking battle. And as you said, the, the leg kicks is just another uh, layer there um, to to think of. So, yes. Barboza and the dog money is our pick. All right, let's recap and we'll give you our fancy plays and we'll get out of your ear holes for a bit. Uh, Barboza, we both are in on. We both are in on Maya. Uh, we both are in on Yanez. Both are in on Pereira. We both are in on Charez. And of course, I'm in on Simon and you're in on Rodriguez. Rodriguez, actually, is what he is. All right, that 
that are that are that is all of our picks for the main card. Now we're going to give you our locks, our dogs, our props, our parlays, all that fun stuff. Uh, I believe it's my turn to kick things off. I got to go with a lock. Which lock do I like best? Let me see here. I think there was a line that we enjoyed. Um, there's quite a few lines actually that we thought were pretty decent. I think uh, as I'm as I'm wasting time here, I want to give you people a good line, not a line that's too out there. Um, let's take Pereira minus one forty. Ah, that's exactly what I had. I was going to ask if All you right. wanted me to go first while uh, while <laughs> you peruse lines. Now you're going to copy I, me. I, I hated Pereira being my lock because I do like Petrosky so much. It's just, yeah. it's a terrible spot for him. I actually had already penciled in on your in, in your part of my spreadsheet. Uh, I already yeah. penciled in that you were going to take Jennifer Maya. Uh, I thought that's what ah, you were going to about it. Yeah, 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 yeah that's where maybe I thought you were going to Maybe she's in my prop pick. You just wait ah, and see. Look at that. Uh, all right. All right. So, underdog. I'm going to go with the dog now, do I? Um. We actually, I actually have quite a few dogs to pick from here, don't I? Let's, you got three, if I'm not mistaken. I, I've got, yeah. Uh, give me Alexia, that plus 125. Irene, Irina, Alexia, is it Irina? Do I even have her name right? Yeah. Alexiva, it is as well. I said her name wrong. So Alexiva, we talked about her yesterday on the prelims portion, uh, plus 125. So you took a dog I'm not in on. I'm going to take a dog okay. you're yep. not in on. Perfect. Um, I'm I'm gonna take Darren at the damage Elkins. Um, right. I think 170 is it's an incredible line. I don't know why he's at 170. I think he's better than TJ Brown everywhere. Oh, perfect. Uh, and for my prop, Jennifer Maya, decision minus 105. Nice number. That's 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 the only reason you didn't. You you weren't feeling yep. the double down. You were killing <laughs> the double downs earlier in the year. I know. Um, it's true. I'm gonna go ahead. Ed, Edgar Charisse by submission. Are we really oh, doing this? Oh yes, of course. Have you seen the line? It's no. What it, is it? You can get it in some places right now at plus two fifty. <laughs> what are we? Just, what are we doing here? He just, just did won. it last fight. <laughs> yeah, he did it. He did it a month ago. So yeah, let him do it again. Um, yeah, I mean, like, what's there to say other than we've seen this dance before? <laughs> exactly. All right, Hunger Man John Super Fan Parlay two fight parlay. It's going to win us mucho mucho dinero once Gumby tells us what it is. Go ahead. Yeah, so I'm feeling goofy today. So uh, I'm going to take Adrian Yanez, the aforementioned. I think he gets the knockout. I think he's going to tag Jonathan Martinez, give him a big, ugly-looking loss. That's plus 200. Uh, so you're going to get two-to-one money on on Yanez. And I'm going to pair it with one of the most absurd props I've ever put in one of these. It's plus 1,000. <laughs> Whoa. Ready. Yeah, plus 1,000. Darren, the damage Elkins by knockout. He's just going to tire TJ Brown's body out to the point where he's a shell of himself and drop like 37 punches uh darren elkins ko plus a thousand pair that with yanez actually well, let's just be honest it's a hungry man parlay on its own it doesn't even need yeah. yanez yeah, it's, it's a, true it's 10 to 1 already but if you pair it with yanez too you're you're feeling you're feeling like juice did this past week uh and you, you want to get a little yep. extra action on there it's going to give you 32 to 1 Wow, plus 3,200. Fantastic. Yanez knockout, Elkins knockout. I, I don't approve of the Elkins one, but hey, it could happen. It could very well happen. All right, come in the Discord. Show us your slips. Let us know how, how you did with some of these picks. Uh, we are always open, and there's people always in there. It would be sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. Uh, Twitter, Gumby runs our Twitter account. He's always posting 
videos and nice underdog pick and plays and everything like that. So that would be sports gambling. Sorry, SGP MMA. SGPN. How about I say it properly? SGPN MMA. How does that sound? And he's at Gumby Relay, not much a Fox writer on Twitter and on Instagram. Get in my sub stack, enter the pick em contest for this week. Show everyone how smart you are and win prizes courtesy of me. That would be moneymma.substack.com. Listen to Gumby's other podcast that I'm not on, Top Turtle MMA podcast. This week he interviews, you can tell the people this time. Gumby, go ahead. Uh, Carly Judici and Ashley Yoder. There you go. Get that in your ear holes and all good things in the sports gambling sphere is at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. And don't forget about our Patreon. Help us crush corporate gambling, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. Gumby, get us out of here. All right. I'm Dana Gumby Freeland. He's El Delmador. Demolador? Demolador. Jeff Fox. Demolador. Thank you. (laughs) We'll see you on Sunday.